Hey, welcome again, everyone. This is just our conversation piece of May 7th. Am I right? Yes, May 7th, 2021. Uh, so in case you're watching this several years into the future, you know, have no idea what's going on then, uh, you can look back and find out what was going on in this date to figure out what we're talking about. <laughs> but... Uh, as always, this converse is a conversation piece. We're just going to go off um, whatever. We have not prepared anything ahead of time. We're just kind of spouting random thoughts out as we go. Uh, hope this is edifying. Uh, it, this is, this in all honesty, this is probably therapy for us more <laughs> than it's anything else, but... <laughs> there could be some truth to that. That's true. But uh, we do hope that the Holy Spirit uh, has her way and that Yahweh has his way through this as we go on uh, just giving the thoughts that are in our hearts. Uh, so uh, with that being said, oh, I, I, sh I suppose I should introduce us before we do anything else, shouldn't we? Uh, as always, I'm Scott. And I'm Brad. And this is not about us. Okay, thank you for coming back. Um, as I've said before, I'm no good at these introductions. I don't think about them ahead of time. They just kind of pour out. Uh, so sorry about that. But we're going to move forward uh, with a prayer to get this started. So Brad, go ahead and, and lead us in prayer. Yahweh, Yeshua, Spirit. As Scott made clear, we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't prepare for this because there's a part of us that doesn't want to be prepared. So anything that comes from you you take the credit for you take the glory from because it wasn't from us there's no way it could have been but we cannot do this without you and everything that we do we cannot do it without you so will you please be part of this conversation where two or more are gathered you are there and we're gathered here in your name to give you the glory and the respect and the honor that you deserve so please, be a part of this, and bless this, and bless our listeners, and hopefully they'll get the things from this that they need in their life too, that they'll feel the blessing, that they'll feel that we are attempting to minister to them, and in hopes that they will also minister back to us. As always, we love you, we respect you, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So Yahweh, you take it away. Um, I know you've got something you wanted to talk about that was on your heart. Um, well, I have a, uh, okay. Um, was it a shout out or? This one, and I apologize. Um, I do have a shout out eventually, but I apologize because I cannot give a lot of details about this. Mm -hmm. um, because these are friends. Um, we don't have permission to talk about them. And because there's a young man involved, and I don't, um, I, I just, I, I don't want him to have more burden on him than he already has. But needless to say, someone that we both know, yeah, 
um, a young man, uh, lost, a lost young man. Um, he, he just, he, he's in need of prayer, and what better time than to, uh, to do that now. So, um, without giving away too many details or information, um, of course, Yahweh knows who we're talking about, so we'll go to him now. Yahweh God, thank you. Yahweh God, thank you. Yes, absolutely, thank you. Hallelujah, Yahweh. You, you love this young man more than we could possibly even comprehend. You love him more than even we do. And so, because you love him, you know, we just, we, we ask you to intercede into the situation. It's a tough one. Uh, from our perspective, we can't see the best option, and we don't even know if the people involved would take the best option. But you know what the best option is. You know exactly what he needs. And you know exactly the timing of this of when he would need them. So, Yahweh, I just release you into the situation. Yes. I just, yes. I just ask that, that he knows that there are people who care for him, who, who love him, and, and, and I hope that he finds the examples of, of, of what he needs and how to be a good man um, from this very bad situation. I know you personally. I know personally that you can get involved in these situations and, and work miracles. So Yahweh, if it be your will, because you love this young man, this is what I ask. I ask that you get involved, I inter that you intercede, and that you bring a good conclusion for this young man. Even if it's not something that we see now, but something that comes later, like my situation, whatever it might be, you know best. And so I ask that you intercede. Amen. Hallelujah. I just, yes, yeah, we got to lift every member of this family up. Satan is actively ripping them apart. Yep. And I, again, we're not here to, to name names, to, to make anyone embarrassed or, or, or make anyone feel terrible about what's happening no. like we're attacking them absolutely not uh so i'm not giving any details but you know what's going on god we just lift up the people that you have called to go to them we give them we just we just we pray strength courage and wisdom and your love and your compassion and your heart in them to go to these people and bring you to them yes <clears throat> Uh, we pray your spirit in this situation. We bind the deception and and the hatred that has been going on uh, behind the scenes in people's hearts. And we pray, Lord, that's we pray for vision. We pray for vision in this young man to see truth the truth of your love for him. Yes. Uh, but not just in him, in all involved. We pray for real vision to see what is actually going on, to see your hand at work yes. and to see the enemy's hand at work, that it be recognized that it is destructive and it desires their, their deaths in this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah. Yes. 
So, sorry listeners, um, like I say, we can't give out too much information, but um, for this family and for this young man, if you can continue the prayers, that would be awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, that was, we basically before this we had dinner and some information, some new information was brought to us about the situation, so that's what why we felt like we had to get involved. Um, I've been asking, uh, I mean, this, I don't want to say that, hurrah, bad situation happened, but I have been asking God for to bring me people um, to pray for and, and to try to, to work on my own skills of being a prayer warrior for them. And so it was just, I didn't have anybody necessarily up until uh, dinner, <laughs> you know, so I just, I thank God for, for continuing to bring people to me that I can pray for. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, that was the, I was the big thing. I, I also have a shout out at some point, but I don't know if you have anything else you want to share um, now. Well, I suppose I'll, um, just to break things up a little bit, uh, I'll share one thing that, uh, has been on my heart, uh, this last, since we've, had our last podcast, and that is the matter of self-control. And and I hadn't really, I haven't really worked with this a lot of times. Self-control, for those of you who don't know, is the last of the fruits of the Spirit, uh, which begin love, joy, peace. And so I always focus on the top three, because they're the big ones, right? Mm -hmm. They're the first. And I've heard, I've heard a study that talks about how love is the, the top, the first one for a reason. <clears throat> love is the most important. God is love. Everything starts with love. Uh, faith, hope, and love. The greatest of these is love. You know, yada, yada, yada. It starts with love. You can't have joy without love. Love leads to joy. Uh, joy leads to peace, and so on through the line. And I heard a teaching the other day that said, self-control is vital uh, in all of our lives and we lack it so much on in this world and even Christians we, we see we've seen this for a while I mean how many Catholic priests are in trouble for sexual sins on their congregation on on children uh, how many pastors how many Christian pastors are are involved in adultery and pornography and things of that nature <clears throat> and th this teaching was talking about because we have no self-control we do not have the ability or these people you know who are doing this do not have the ability to say no to that they cannot control themselves and I was combining it with this earlier teaching that, that, that was talking about love leads to joy and, and each one down the line. You can't have, in other words, you can't have the, the lower, the, these, these fruits named at the end unless you have the one that precedes it. And it, it occurred to me, self-control is last. <clears throat> so it's if you have self-control, that is evidence that you have them all. If, if the logic stands, if the logic is correct. Right. 
And that made me think, that put an importance on fasting that I had never seen before. Now I've I've heard you know there's a, you know a lot, lot of things on fasting. I'm going um, that that I've heard several teachings on fasting, but it occurred to me that fasting is really giving. It's giving everything to God. It's saying, God, you're so important to me. I will give up everything, even the basic elements necessary for life. Right you know, to find you, to, to bow at your feet, you know, and there's, there's a lot of other studies and there's a lot of other things about fasting, but it occurred to me that this is really your, it's self-control. It's saying, I am hungry. I want that. But self-control says, no, no, I'm not going to do it. I don't care how hungry I am. Uh, I'm chasing God and not whatever this flesh wants. And it just put a new emphasis on fasting is you're actively moving in all of the gifts of the Spirit at the same time when you're fasting. And I, I just, that that's why I'm bringing it up. I'd never thought about it that way before. It, it's funny that you bring this up because separate of... What you've been looking into, I also have been looking into fasting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did not. Uh, it's one of those weird moments for me where ah, um, I I've never been particularly good at fasting. I've never been particularly good at um, giving up. Uh, so, like right now, I'm drinking water because I'm in. I don't know how many times in my life I've tried this, but I'm giving up soda. <laughs> specifically dr pepper i i've had a dr pepper addiction as of late in my life um but that also uh that was part of uh my own kind of study of of i i, I had to come to a conclusion that dr pepper was an idol i had created an <clears throat> idol in my head um i don't know if that's the right phrasing basically dr pepper was it was i needed it so bad for one i needed caffeine because if i didn't have it i'd have terrible headache um so i'd gotten addicted to caffeine and i needed it to to not have the headaches but two i just i wanted dr pepper if it wasn't in the house i my i couldn't actually do anything i couldn't study my bible i couldn't pray i couldn't do anything until i knew i had dr pepper in the house so if that's not an idol, I don't know what it is. It was distracting right. me from God. So um, recently I came to this conclusion that if that's basically one of the last big hurdles I have in my relationship, Chase, then that should be a fairly easy one to give up. Um, and I'd like, to, I'd like to say to you that, oh, I, I did it. It was great. Cold turkey. Uh, I did have one can today. But that's very impressive considering where I would be have been, you know, even a week ago. Yeah. So, um, so, but I've also been drinking more water because the Bible in so many places, both physically and spiritually, mentions water as being Jesus. And, and I realized that I need more Jesus in my life, both physically and spiritually. If that means, if this, if me drinking this physically is a way of giving me more Jesus, then that's what I'm going to do. 
I need him physically yeah. and spiritually. <clears throat> but fasting, um, the, this uh, on May first, um, sp- specifically the day before at sundown to uh, sundown on May first, I had heard some things about um, about what uh, Wiccas do uh, for that holiday. Uh, it's a holiday to them. And uh, some of that stuff that they, that and not just your average everyday person who identifies as a witch, but actual Satan worshipers and Wicca people, they do some pretty terrible things on that day. And so I uh, wanted to try to put some, some positivity back into uh, the world. So I was doing my best to just pray and I had never really done very well at fasting, and I decided that I was that that was going to be my way of being a spiritual uh, prayer warrior, and I was going to fast while I was doing my best to pray as much as possible from sundown the day before to sundown on May first. And uh, uh, for the most part, I think it went very well. Um, I was able to um, I was able to complete my fast. Um, but I realized that I still have, I, I, I'm not giving fasting the appreciation that it deserves. Um, cause you're right. It absolutely is a way of saying, God, I don't need anything else. I just need you. Yeah. And, and so it's just, it's funny that you, you brought that up. Uh, but also, and I think, you know, um, well, like what you talked about with your Dr. Pepper, and, and I mentioned this in the previous podcast that I I went on a, a, a fast for video games. Mm-hmm. Um, fasting is not, I'm going to give up that sin. Uh, fasting, because that's not a fast. That's something we need to run from and, and drop altogether. I can't fast from committing adultery. In other words... There will be a time that I will come back to it. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm if I'm a murderer, God doesn't say fast from it for a short period <laughs> of time. God says, "No, that's evil. Drop it. Right. You just just run from that. Never do it again." Fast is something that just means something to you. Dr. Pepper is not evil. Right. Dr. Pepper is not like you know in in uh, in. The book of Second Opinions, chapter three, it says, you know, and God said, you know, lest lest the Dr Pepper consume you, throw it into the fire. You know, it, that that doesn't exist. Uh, video games, you know, it's not that anyone who's touched a Pac Man machine uh, is in danger of going to hell. It, you know, but these are things that meant something to each of us. Mm-hmm. These are something that we cared about a lot you know uh, whether we can say more than anything else i'm not going to go there but they held a high place in our lives and fasting was simply saying uh for me for the video games and i mentioned this before it's a place of comfort for me and you know i in this particular situation i felt like god was saying why aren't I that place of comfort for you? And so I spent a fast on video games just saying that time I was going to spend chasing you, God, instead of chasing what this can give me. 
And I think in that sense, you know, and, and I came back after the fast, I came back, I've played video games again, and I'm, you know, considering at least doing a, a, a regular fast off of this, I'm, you know, uh, and in other ways, you know, the food, you know, I've never really gone more than uh, a two days at a time on a fast, uh, uh, periodically. It, it seems to me that the fast is designed to say, God, I'm seeking you. I want to give myself completely. I want to find you in such a complete way that I will give up everything else to do it. I will give up the things that mean most to me and, and tell you that you're the one who means most to me. That's what a fast is designed to do, in my opinion. Um, I don't know what you think about that, but but yeah, fasting is becoming more of a desire to me lately. Not just with the food, but anything that has, takes precedence in my life, that seems to take precedence uh, in places where God might want to move instead, uh, I'm I'm slowly desiring uh to 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 drop that right. to, to to let it go and chase him instead well i i i read a thing once um that was saying that you know do you do you wake up and and nourish your body uh before you nourish your spirit and you know a lot of people have have had success where they actually instead wake up and they nourish their spirit first, whether that be reading scripture or uh, doing a devotional or a prayer, and then nourishing their body. And they've actually had great success with that um, in, in their own, just in their own personal lives, you know, and it, it helps combat um, anxieties and fears and other things. Um, so I, I just consider it as, uh, you know, if I need, if I if I feel the urge that I need to nourish my body, then maybe I should take a moment and nourish my spirit first. It doesn't have to be something major. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if I feel hungry, well, maybe I say a prayer. Uh, you know, and 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 maybe the prayer is, "Thank you, God, that I have a means of nourishing my body right yeah. now." <laughs> you know, uh -huh. I have access to. Uh, food. I'm not in a situation where I don't, you know, I mean, maybe that's all it is, but um, I, I, I kind of just, I like that idea, you know, fasting to show that, that I don't need, I only need God. I can give these things up so I mm -hmm. can, so I can uh, have a deeper relationship with God, even if it's just in that moment. And also just this this nourishing of the spirit and body. I mean, because our bodies do need to be nourished. We need to, you know, we need to eat and drink it to continue on. But, um, but uh, yeah, I just I like this idea of a, a conscious decision to before I nourish my body, I'm also going to nourish my spirit in some way. So, um, not to just abruptly cut off and change if you want to go cut. on but um you did mention you have a uh, a shout out of some kind i guess i really don't have a specific one this time that hasn't been mentioned before um 
I think I've mentioned, I think I've mentioned these people before, but I've never actually done a, a shout out. Um, whoa, we can do stuff like this now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I'm going to shout out AOC Network, um, Ambassadors of Christ uh, Network YouTube channel. Um, this gentleman has kind of a, a cool story, and I highly recommend that you go and you let him tell it to you because he'll do a better job than I will. Um, he's not he's not perfect like the rest of us. He he has um, he has a, a good foundation in his relationship with God, but I don't necessarily think, and he'll tell you too. He doesn't necessarily have all the right answers. He actually um, in the, uh, his kingdom of Let's see here, Kingdom of God movie that he recently posted, looks like about a month ago. Um, you know, he presented um, one particular thing and then said that, ah, but, you know, I'd be interested to know if you have any uh, ideas about this too. He wants a discussion, and so I appreciate him for that. But he, um, he does basically what we do. He does research into, into uh, Bible stuff. Um, sometimes, uh, sometimes he researches scripture, sometimes he researches something in particular, like, uh, this most recent one was all about, uh, um, Elijah and his power that, uh, hit the power of his spirit and, and, you know, how we can possibly have that now too. So anyway, I, what makes him a little bit different than like, say us or anyone else that he, he uses in a cool way, he uses media files, or uh, not media files, like media, like shots from different movies or, mm-hmm. you know, all sorts of things. Um, and he kind of puts them together. So it, it, in the movie that it was from, it may not have even been meant to be this, but he puts it together and suddenly you do. You have, uh, you do have an angel or you do have a sons of Elohim. So visually he's presenting you something. And when I, and what I appreciate is some of the stuff that he uses is, you know, it's secular, but it's not necessarily something we would consider godly by any means. And so I like the idea that he's using something not so good to, to, to use it for a good reason, a good purpose. Um, but yeah, he does, um, he does, Usually, like, yeah, I'm seeing, like, averaging here, like, six-minute movies or, or episodes, five minutes here or there. But occasionally he'll do a bigger one. Um, like, this Kingdom of God movie was an hour. Um, he had um, one before that that was also about an hour. I can't find it now. But anyway, um, I highly recommend you check him out. Um, Ambassadors of Christ Network. Um Watch some of his movies, see what you think, and then, of course, if you like what you're seeing, uh, I highly recommend liking and subscribing to his channel. Um, now that I'm also doing the YouTube thing, trying to be a content creator, I am understanding how important that is to content creators, um, and I do think we should support the ones that are doing their best to be... Um, well, the, who do have some self-control, you know, <laughs> that who are trying to... Uh, get out the bit of truth that they have. So that's my shout out. Um, the Ambassadors of Christ channel. And also, I just, that's a cool title. He had a video about what it means to be an ambassador of Christ, and I loved it. Um, 
I keep saying movie. That one wasn't a movie per se, but but it, um, he he presented me with a couple of things about what it just means to be an ambassador now uh, from one country to another, and showed how it's even more important because we are ambassadors of Christ. Uh, we you know this is not our home. Heaven is our home. We're just ambassadors here, and yeah. and and that he really he really presented uh, good information about what that means for us and what we should do and why we should celebrate that. So anyway, I highly recommend checking him out. Cool. All right. AOC, Ambassadors of Christ. AOC. All right. So yeah, go uh, check that out. Um, anything else you want to talk about? I'm, I, I've got a few things, but I'm not sure how many of them are um, NSFYT. <laughs> Or <laughs> um, not safe for YouTube. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Um, uh, well, do we want to go ahead and and uh, cut here then for YouTube? And there's, I, I'm a little torn because there might be some other things we could talk about that are safe. But if we want to just freely express what we're thinking at the moment, they might be interspersed with things that they might. Well, here's the cut here's, us off for. Here's the good news. We can cut here for YouTube, and in the link to this YouTube video, I'll post the Rumble video. So if okay. you're liking what you're seeing, head to Rumble and just you know start about the half hour mark. And uh, you can also just always, if you're watching these from our website, you can just watch the whole thing. Uh, they'll all be on that. Mm -hmm. uh, but. Why don't we go ahead just now, just in case. I, I don't know what we're going to talk about exactly next, so I really apologize if we're cutting this short and we didn't need to. But just to be safe, we're going to say goodbye here to YouTube. Follow the other links if you want to see everything else. And we're going to go on. Uh, for those of you who are not on YouTube, uh, we're... Hi, we're Rumble. Hi, Rumble. <laughs> And, uh, and Odyssey. And Odyssey. And Odyssey. And, and of course, our own website, uh, notaboutusstudies.com. Uh, so we're going on. Um, I guess I what I wanted to talk about a little bit was, and I've said before, uh, the COVID stuff, it's not that I'm going to shy away from it, but I feel like we're starting to beat a dead horse and, and just repeat the same things over and over ad nauseum. Uh, it's not that I'm going to shy away from it, but the focus should always be, I believe, on finding Yahweh and your relationship with Yeshua. And the COVID stuff, the, the theft of the election in the United States, all of these things, I believe, there's more and more information that continues to come out about uh, what the vaccine truly is and the people behind it, what they really want out of this. Um, we're going to go into a little bit about that here. But again, the reason we bring it up is because, guys, I do believe... I'm gonna, uh, time is running short. Mm -hmm. I believe that the enemy is accelerating his plan. Uh, subtlety is almost completely out of the window. We're almost just at the fact of blatant media propaganda deception. It, they're, they're just 
they're starting to march their armies down the street while broadcasting loudly on their loudspeakers that uh, this is all for our own good. And, and don't be afraid of the bullets that are coming our way. Uh, they're, they're not really bullets. And, and just, just, just blatant lies. Uh, that, that's the way I feel about it. I don't know how you feel, Brad, but... Uh, no, no, abs- I absolutely agree. Um, I think they're getting more and more desperate because I think there's actually been a, a, a decent amount of people who are awakening... And who are starting to ask questions. Yeah. Um, you and I have recently f- uh, found a couple of videos of, of um, a fair number of doctors who are, you know, doing their best to shout from their platforms, hey, <laughs> there's something uh-huh. not right here. And, you know, we, we have a fair number of people, I think, that are waking up. And so I noticed that the newest uh, trick that they're using is... I think they're trying to now guilt some people into getting the injection by showing um, how many uh, open appointments they have and <laughs> at all these mm-hmm. different locations and how, you know, what what's stopping you from going? There's you you can go anywhere and you can mm-hmm. get it, and, and I'm just I'm I personally am numb to the whole thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I I understand this is important. We have to. We have to get, we have to stay on it. We have to get it out there. And yes, we do say, we, you know, we won't necessarily shy away from it. We don't necessarily want to talk about it as much, but sometimes we have to continue to do it because it is very, very important because time is very, very short. Yeah. I, I, I would never, never try to date set or anything like that, but I'm not the only one that feels this way. Well, people used to feel like maybe we have you know, decades and decades. Now people are saying we have months and months. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not the only one that is suggesting this. There's yeah. there's a there's a growing number of people who say we feel like all evidence is suggesting months and months. Uh, so we don't have a whole lot of time, and and it is important that we reach as many people as possible. Right. Um, and, and, and I mean. If the vaccine turns out that there is something ominous about it, that that people a year from now end up really sick or dying or, yeah. or anything like that, I mean, how much more guilty would I feel if I hadn't expressed uh, my concerns to mm-hmm. try to at least reach some people? Um, you know, it's it's the... It's the same, uh, the same law of, um, I, oh, I, f- I forgot his name. Um, there was a gentleman who suggested that when, uh, when debating an atheist, if they're, if, if, uh, if they're wrong, if, they're, you know, if their position is wrong, then they do face hell. Uh-huh. If a Christian's uh, information is wrong, you know, then we don't <laughs> we face exactly what they're facing for being right. Exactly. I mean, yeah. you know, so, I mean, it's the same idea. If, if, if we are, if we're right to suggest that there's something ominous about it, then we're in the same position, you know, of someone who, who, uh, yeah. gets it. And, you know, anyway, I, I don't know. I, 
I want to bring up something that uh, was mentioned in one of my other studies that I, I reviewed. Uh, and it was said that um, you mentioned date setting earlier. Mm -hmm. And uh, one thing they said was um, date setting in and of itself is not wrong. Daniel was doing it uh, in the book of Daniel. Uh, the angel comes to him and tells him to stop, not because he's wrong to do what he's doing. Right. In seeking to understand the information that God had given to him, he was told to stop because he did not have all of the necessary information to come to a correct conclusion. The information was not available to him at that time. So they said, it's pointless to do what you're doing. Stop. And that is a good message for all of us. Uh, don't calculate when you don't have all of the data. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the primary problem with all of the date setters is that they get one or two pieces of data and they run with it. Mm -hmm. And the rest of what they're doing is just their own extrapolations and their own guesses and, and their own uh, assumptions. And that's where they get into error. Um, we don't, if you want a date set, you make sure you have all of the information uh, before you before you go down that path. Um, I believe God gave us information for a reason. He wants us to know it. Uh, otherwise, why give it to us in the first place? Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the Bible is full. We've talked about this before. Uh, I believe that Revelation was written to his servants. A servant's blessing is to be made aware of what's coming so he can properly prepare. The Bible is full of, of Jesus telling us to prepare properly for what's coming. Uh, I believe a lot of people aren't uh, correctly preparing for what's coming. And, and I believe people are falling erroneously on the verse that says, no man knows the day or the hour. Um, yeah. No man knows the day or the hour, but in those same verses that mention that, he also talks about you fools and slow of heart. He talks about, um, but you do know the season. You do know when the time is at hand. You do know when it's, when it's coming. So you should not be caught unaware like those people who will be caught, those fools who will be caught by the thief in the night. You should not be caught in that position because you're listening to me mm -hmm. and you should be preparing for this. Um, every time that that is said, it, it's chastisement to the drunkards and the slothful and the lazy people who are not paying attention to God's messages and God's warnings and God's uh, advisement of, of how to deal with this. And they're just being lazy and they're blowing it off. Oh, no man can know. So we're just going to sit back and enjoy ourselves. And those people he's chastising. Well, I think he even is trying to suggest to them that they need to be prepared because you don't mm -hmm. know when it's going yeah. to happen. You know, and yes, he does chastise them because they're not paying attention. Yeah. And we've talked about this before in the, the feasts of the Lord. How the, the, in the fall feasts, which are a picture of Jesus' return, 
just like the spring feast where the picture of Jesus is coming the first time. Mm -hmm. uh, the very first feast to kick that off is the Feast of Trumpets, which happens on a day and an hour that no man knows. But you need to be prepared for it. Right. You know that that day is shortly uh, approaching. You don't know exactly which day it's going to happen on. You don't know exactly the hour that those trumpets are going to blow. But you can see the moon waning. You can see the moon disappearing. And you know that when the sliver of the new moon hits, that, that feast is going to start. And so you prepare ahead of time. It's the whole... The, the, the whole picture of the feast is you know it's coming. Be ready for the moment that it's going to happen. And then when the trumpets sound, you stop what you're doing and you go and you're already prepared. Yeah. And you know what to do. Uh -huh. I mean, and I, if you're not prepared ahead of time for that, you're out of luck. Yeah. You're, you're one of the virgins who don't have their oil. Mm -hmm. uh, the door will be closed and you can't come in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I, I heard a uh, I was Lion of Judah video recently um i don't remember which one I, I just watched them as they come but it had one line in it that made me uh that really piqued my interest and made me go oh and it, it basically just said um when the coming of christ happens uh what will you be doing and then they gave some examples you know it, it, you you don't want to be caught doing a sinful <laughs> a mm -hmm. sinful thing um when the when the glory is literally coming i mean so it's just that 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 image of what will you be doing when when uh when when he comes and that just made me really think well what will i be doing will i be playing a video game will i be mm -hmm. will i be you know who knows but yeah but um whatever it is I sure hope I'm prepared and I know what I'm supposed to do, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what this has been all about, so. Now, I'm, um, I've discussed this before in, in other videos. I am a, I am not, I do not believe in the pre-tribulation rapture. I, I, I will admit that. Uh, I've said it before. Uh, I don't absolutely know and I'm willing to listen to the arguments, but... None of them have stood up so far uh, to me. I, I don't necessarily want to get into that argument right now other than to say I do believe, like I've said, the Bible is telling us to be prepared for what's to come. Uh, it is not telling us to be lazy. It is not telling us to relax and chill because God's going to pull us out of here before everything gets dark. The entire Bible is full of testimonies of people that God called to go into the valley of the shadow of death. Uh, and uh, we will fear no evil while we're in there. But he's placed us in there. And we were just talking about this in my last Genesis podcast. And I believe it's one of the reasons God laid it on my heart to talk about this. Is uh, I think we have a, a lot of lazy, selfish Christians who are only looking out for their own best interest and are, and are using God and twisting and manipulating the, the, the Bible to get what they want out of God. Like Brad just talked about a Santa Claus mentality mm -hmm. about God. 
Yeah, so we were discussing the prosperity message and and I gave up my own example when I was a teenager. You know, I thought I was a good person and doing right things and so surely God should love me and bless me and and I wasn't seeing any evidence of that in my life so I assumed like a, a like a child on Christmas who was good all year long but didn't get any presents mm-hmm. I assumed Santa Claus must hate me or in that case God must hate me and so mm-hmm. the prosperity message to me was actually um, condemning yeah it was condemning and hurtful um, and and uh, I thank God that he actually introduced who he was to me yeah um, and and uh, I've wrestled with I don't uh, I wrestled with why did he do that um, and why and why did I respond to that but the, tr- the truth is I did and I'm in a much much better place now but that mm-hmm. prosperity message did not start me off well um, yeah and, and the prosperity message is it is truth God does love us and he does want to bless us but there's but in what way? Yeah, and there's and there's yeah. and that's only one aspect of uh-huh. what God will accomplish. I mean, and, and the Bible is full. If you read the Bible, and I, and, and part of me wonders how many of these uh, lazy Christians have actually read the Bible. Yeah, um, you know too. But if you read the Bible and you come away from it of oh, I don't have to do anything, uh, and I'll get blessed, then I don't know what Bible you read. Yeah. <laughs> That's not in the Bible. The Bible is full of plenty of examples of having to go through trial trials mm-hmm. challenges. But the but the the one key element there is God is always with you while you go through the challenges, but you're still going to go through the challenges. Uh so yeah. I don't I I still don't fully understand um how anyone could get that that that's I don't have to do anything, and I'll be mm-hmm. blessed. I don't understand how they can get that anyway, but... Yeah. So, I guess my encouragement to you is seek God who He truly is above all else. That That's always been our encouragement. Mm-hmm. But I believe that what God is trying to tell us is to prepare mm-hmm. as best we can. Now, by prepare, do I mean stock up with... You know, years and years of food, build a bunker and hide from people. No, I'm saying we need to bury ourselves. We need to immerse ourselves completely in Him spiritually so that no matter what happens physically, we've got Him here indwelling within us to such a degree that we can take on and we can handle and we can understand and act correctly in anything that comes as it happens Mm -hmm. that's that's the entire bible that 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 he's preparing us to walk in his footsteps to walk in his ways to constantly be seeking him the manna that that the israelites received in the wilderness went bad if they tried to save uh, the ne- the previous day's manna to the next day. Yep. You had to get your manna fresh every day. You had to constantly, every single day, go out and receive his new blessing, his new understanding of what he wants you to do that day. Uh, he everything. Uh, the what we just talked about, the feast of the Lord. You had to be watching and waiting and preparing for what's to come constantly. 
waiting until you saw the sign, until you saw, there it is, that's the trigger, now move, now go, now act upon what you were preparing for, uh, but you had to be waiting for it. You didn't know. We can't, at this point, we can't say uh, April 3rd of 2029 uh, is it. Is that's the day? Prepare for that day. We can't say that. Uh, we can't say and and at 4:31 Central Standard Time. We can't say that. We don't know, but we can look at the signs. We are to be watchmen. We are to look at what's coming, see what's happening, see how the world is changing, see the way the world is shaping up, and know. Oh, nighttime is almost upon us. I see the sun going down. I was talking to my son about this the other day. If I said, I've got to leave. Uh, I've, got, I've got an assignment. I've got to leave. I've got to leave you guys. I've got to leave my family. I've got to leave all my friends. I'm going to be gone for a while. I will be back as soon as the first snowfall hits. You don't know when that day is coming, but you can see as, the, as summer is, is waning, as the days are growing colder, as the leaves start to change color, as fall hits, uh, as you can tell that season is coming. The day is almost here. You don't know exactly what day it's going to happen. You don't know exactly what hour the first snow is going to fall. But you can be prepared. You know it's about to happen any day. That's what God's teaching us. Along those lines... We need to be watching and keeping track of this, this COVID. Uh, I don't want to say hoax, but the more I learn, the more information that comes out, you almost have to. I'm not even sure COVID's real anymore. I'm honestly not. There's information coming out that we've shared before about you know labs around the country who are examining samples hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of samples of COVID positive samples that they're examining under electron microscopes at, at the microscopic level and they're finding influenza A and B. They're not finding COVID. And, and uh, uh, multiple separate sources are all raising the question um, if COVID is as prevalent as they say, and it's this massive pandemic and it's affecting hundreds of thousands, millions of people worldwide. Why hasn't one sample of COVID been found in any lab in the world? Uh, why? Why hasn't it been found? Nobody can answer this. And if COVID doesn't exist, then what is the vaccine that they're giving us? What is it for? Mm-hmm. Because, uh, and the fact is that a vaccine is a dead or, or, or damaged virus, wounded virus that is inserted into our bodies so our bodies learn how to fight that particular substance. It's supposed to give you a protection against that particular healthy virus coming in. So if the healthy virus hits you, your body is up in arms and ready to defend it. What we're being given is not that. It's, it's, it's an mRNA that what they, they have changed 
the meaning of what a vaccine is so that they can call it a vaccine, but it's not a true vaccine. They're just, they just want to call it a vaccine because that word sounds good to us and we'll take it mm -hmm. if it's a vaccine, if it's something to protect us, but it's not, it's a genetic modifier. And there are so many reports. There are not to mention the documented reports of this vaccine killing and injuring people. Now forget that just all of that, that you can chalk, you, you can honestly, now I'm, I'm not saying there, this is absolutely the case, but the critics who say, you know, can honestly say, well, that's just an accidental thing. You're, you know, you're, you were allergic to it. You know, that kind of thing happens with, with every vaccine that's happened through history. People have had bad reactions. People have died from the actual vaccine. So, so let's pretend uh, that all of those can be, can be honestly wiped off the board and, and attributed to something else. But what is it doing to us? Uh, what is it actually accomplishing in our bodies? There are reports that are coming out that are saying this thing is changing us on a genetic level and if the conspiracy theories are right that, that COVID, that this whole thing uh, is a bioweapon to begin with, then the vaccine is preparing us for the next bioweapon that's going to come out to just wipe us out on a massive scale because it's changing our bodies to, to in a way that we will receive the next virus identically. In other words, uh, we genetically are diverse enough to prepare, to protect us as a race, uh, that this, the, 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 the black plague hits and a lot of people die and oh my goodness, it, it wipes out, uh, so many hundreds of thousands of people, but because of genetic diversity, there are some people who receive the virus and have no symptoms, have no effect. There are some people that receive the virus and they get a little ill, but then they shake it off and they move on. That's genetic diversity working to protect the entire species. Uh, there are people who are examining what this vaccine is doing and it's modifying us at a genetic level so that we have everyone who's taken this vaccine has exactly the same receptor. So that if we have a virus that affects that receptor, everyone who's taken the vaccine is going to get it. And it is going to be damaged and possibly dead because of that. Is that the plan? I can't say for sure, but I can say that there's nothing but lies that are leading us to this vaccine. And uh, I do know the hearts of the people who are giving it to us are nothing but evil and going all the way up to Satan himself. We know he has a plan of destruction for us. Again, I've mentioned this before. There's one level, then there's another level above them. There's a, there's another level above that. We just keep going level by level. I'm looking at the highest level. What is God's purpose for all of us? What is God's plan in all of this? And he is trying to prepare us. Uh, there, there are, boy, I'm, I'm hesitant to say a lot of this because I don't have facts. I don't have proof, but I'm going to throw out a few things that are, that have been 
already they're already out there in public view. I'm just uh, whether you believe them or not. I'm just going to kind of group them together. Uh, now we've mentioned Tom Horn's vision. Have I mentioned it to you of Apophis? Yes, you've mentioned it. Have you dug into it at all on your own? No. So Tom Horn, he's a man that I personally trust to. Again, he's not perfect, but I trust that he's trying his best to honestly give the will of God to us. Um, He had a vision years ago where God... Okay, it'd be best if you look him up and get his telling of it because it's it's on the net. You you can look it up. Tom Horn, Apophis Vision. Just look it up. There's several different interviews that he's given. But he had a, a, a vision where he's, he's just terrified and there's many people terrified and they're rushing up a mountain and he doesn't know what he's terrified about. He just knows in the vision, it's one of those dreams that you believe it's real uh, and, and, he's, and he's just terrified and running with hundreds and hundreds of other people and suddenly God picks him up and carries him up and he carries him off the earth. And he takes him out into space and he sees what he believes is a dragon coming towards him. And he he thinks, what's a dragon coming this way for? And God takes him above the thing and he sees, oh, it's it's not a dragon. It's an asteroid or a meteor. Uh, He he doesn't know what it is, but the way it's moving and and reflecting and bouncing, it looked like a dragon in flight. Mm -hmm. And... And then he sees the earth from from orbit and he sees two strikes. He sees one hitting the ocean and I believe it was the Atlantic, uh, but he see it hits the ocean and he didn't know enough about the science of the thing at the time, but he saw it hit not, not only with a strike uh, strong enough to cause a tsunami that would just devastated both seaboards, you know, but it also, uh, the heat of the thing just boiled the ocean and caused vapor to just shoot up into the atmosphere and cause a dense layer of, of water vapor to change uh, the Earth's atmosphere, basically. Then he saw a second, smaller strike. Uh, strike, he said it was around California-Mexico border, right around there. And that set off volcanic activity all over the earth which caused ash to pour into the atmosphere and it caused blackness all over the earth now that's all he saw and he said god spoke one word to him apophis and then he woke up again this is tom horn's vision and that's it god god didn't give him a date god didn't say and it's going to happen on this date and this hour but when he started to research it, he found out that scientists, astronomers, had already discovered an NEO, a near-Earth object, that was scheduled to come very close to the Earth. And in fact, they initially predicted that it was going to strike the Earth. And they named a date. Not God. They named a date that it would strike the earth. And again, I'm, when I'm naming this date, I'm not date setting in the sense of this is God's return. This is Christ's return. I'm naming a date that scientists have calculated that a meteor will strike the earth according to math, according to its trajectory, according to the speed at which it's currently traveling and all of that kind of thing. And they named, if I'm correct, 
uh, uh, Friday the 13th, April, Friday, April 13th, 2029. Uh, uh, and Tom Horn says God was showing him in a vision that that is indeed going to happen. Now, if that's true, and I am at this point not absolutely claiming that it is. We'll find out on Friday the 13th. We'll find out. <laughs> but uh, if it is true, uh, then it, explain, it does explain a lot in Revelation about how the sun will grow dark mm -hmm. and, and, and uh, star, you know, it seems like the stars will fall from the sky. So I'm definitely nowhere there ready yet to discuss this in Revelation, but mm -hmm. um, so the first time, the first time that the world was destroyed was by water, and it happened because the earth unleashed its water, but also because water came from above, from above, from came from the heavens. Uh -huh. So the theory is what well, one one good theory that I put some faith into is that. The same idea will happen when Christ, you know, just before Christ's return. That this time, though, it won't be water; it'll be fire. Mm -hmm. We will have fire from the earth, the volcanoes, and all of those things, and we will have fire come from 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 the heavens. Right. It'll be a very similar, and and it makes sense to me. It's a parallel. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. God said He would never do it again with water. Right. But now we have the fire, and. And what I've been looking into about fire, and this is what I find fascinating, we, we talked about this a little bit in the Revelation 12 part 2, um, but the fire is deadly and dangerous to those who are not of God. Mm -hmm. But to someone who is of God, the fire is not a concern. Uh, the fire just, uh, just refines you, just brings out uh, your perfect self. Yes. It, 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 if so, you're made of gold and precious jewels, the fire refines it. If you're made of straw and hay, hay. and wood and stubble, the fire is going to tear you apart. Exactly. And so, I mean, both physically and spiritually, that makes a lot of sense to me. Uh -huh. That it's going to be fire. And, 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 and uh, Christ himself said that, you know, there will be uh, earthquakes and volcanoes and all these yes. kind of things. And we know for a fact that volcanoes and earthquakes and all of those kind of things are on a rise. Mm -hmm. They they have been, yeah. Mm -hmm. They want to say like global warming and all these other issues are you know are what's doing it, but that's not what's doing it. I personally don't put much faith in global warming either. Um, mm -hmm. I think that they are trying to suggest they're trying to do everything they can to suggest that uh, we have been bad to the earth. And we need population control. Yeah. And we need all of this kind of stuff. They use all of this evidence and data. And but if you look back at the seventies, they were saying, well, by the nineteen nineties, we'll uh, we'll have destroyed the earth. And then in the nineteen nineties, they were saying, well, by two thousand, we'll have destroyed the earth. And then two thousand by two by twenty twenty, we'll have destroyed the earth. They yeah. keep they keep they keep saying it. It's this is not this is documented. Just yeah. Research it. But uh, uh, and again. Yeah, that, but yes, all everything together, we're kind of trying to talk about um, every little individual piece of evidence. Again, I'm not saying this vision is absolutely true. I'm standing out. It could be. 
it could be. I, I trust the source, mm-hmm. but but I am not standing here claiming he said it, therefore I'm, I'm just blindly accepting it. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm holding it uh, right here within arm's reach that I can take and put in the pile of everything else as soon as it becomes provable. Right now, it's not disproven. It's not proven. It's just there for my consideration. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but you, it, when you combine all the little pieces of evidence that are happening like this, and COVID is one of them. Uh, COVID is one. We know that a mark has to come very soon. How are they going to do that? Uh, is this a foreshadowing of that? Is this testing us to get us ready to do this? We know that uh, the the transhumanists on the earth are prepared. They have a plan and they're proud to admit their plan that they want all of us to be greater than human very shortly through genetic manipulation, through, through AI, through artificial intelligence, uh, through the programming of your mind, your personality onto a disc, onto the net. Uh, they, I mean, they're proudly talking about this. This is not something that, this is not, I'm not making this up as in, I, I'm just theorizing they're probably thinking this. They're actually, these, these people are coming out and proudly saying this is what they want. Uh, you, can, you can find their own testimony uh, standing before audiences and, and preaching this. This is their desire and their goals. This is not hidden anymore. And the scary thing about that is a lot of that stuff is they're, they're predicting that will be soon. Yeah. Like we think this is science fiction stuff that's still 100, uh-huh. 200 years away, but they're saying, actually, they're kind of behind schedule for some of it. They were yeah. supposed to, by 2021, supposed to have some of this stuff ready to go. But but 2026, they were saying uh, about the digital avatars and how we wouldn't even mm-hmm. need our bodies anymore. Yeah. We would just be imprinted onto a digital <laughs> avatar. And, and they're already talking about uh, COVID being the catalyst for injecting us with with a biogel mm-hmm. that will identify us, that will mark us, that will, will track us, that will connect us uh, via wireless internet to, to other sources, uh, to each other, to computers, to whatever. Uh, they've already done training. So um, some weird stuff yeah. about that biogel too, about how it could even um, influence our opinions on things. Yeah, because um, it's a two-way street. It mm-hmm. it connects. It sends our thoughts out, but it also receives thoughts, mm-hmm. and it's in it can manipulate us into doing the will of whoever is sending us commands. Right. And uh, there, guys, I I'm sorry. This is already starting to go long, and I know. I'm going to cut it short and people are going to go, well, that's it. That's all your evidence. Um, uh, I, d- I don't want to cut it short if, Brad, you have more stuff to do. But I, all I, I just want to say real quick, no, this is not piece after piece after piece after piece after piece that just keeps coming out and keeps coming out and keeps coming out. The evidence is, is starting to be overwhelming. I'm just getting to the point where why can't people see it? It is, it is kind of sad that people are still being deceived and so blind. Um, people are asleep. People are not 
people are drunk. They're not sober. They're yes. not. I mean, it's just. I don't know what it is. I, I think. I think this. I think the. I think the deception. Uh, we've we've just been trained to be deceived for so long. Mm-hmm. We're distracted. I'm not saying that any of these things by themselves are evil, but you know we're more concerned about our sports teams. We're more concerned about our, our watching our movies. We're more concerned about going to shows. We're more concerned about um, uh, getting together with our neighbors and and doing whatever. I mean, we're just uh, having barbecues and all this kind of stuff. We're just so deceived. We're not even paying attention to what's going on right around us. And mm-hmm. and you know, I was. I was playing a video game the other day. Speaking of video games, that and it struck me something that was said. Um, uh, the video game, for those of you who care, is Infamous Two, and uh, he's going. The main character is going into an area that has been overrun by uh, one evil leader, the bad guy of the video game, uh, and he's taken over. And he just makes the comment, "How could the people have let this happen?" How could they have let him take over? And the comment is made, when you're afraid from your life, you will give up your liberty. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, you'll, you'll give up everything else when you feel your life is at stake. And I just thought, wow, that's what's happening right now. The, the, I think this whole COVID thing is an intentional, fear-mongering uh, deception that is getting us to just accept whatever they give us. And that's that's what's coming. I think that's part of Satan's plan uh, from the top, is just to prepare us to receive whatever he's got coming next. Well, when you're in a state of fear and panic, you don't think logically. Mm-hmm. And so anything you hear sounds good. You, yeah. you're, you're afraid, so anything anything that will make you unafraid sounds great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you'll put your faith and hope into anything that they suggest to you because you just want to get rid of that fear and panic sensation you don't want that your body knows that you don't want that mm-hmm. um, So, but you don't think logically you just think how can I get out of this state that I'm in yes. and so anything they suggest okay sounds great I, I, it's interesting that um, you know for for 2020 COVID was the big thing but then here in the United States um the protests became, you know, a, a huge thing too. And mm-hmm. I just find it interesting that, uh, uh, you know, I don't know if the COVID was, was starting to become old news already. So they had to think of some other thing to, 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 to make us afraid of or scared of. Uh, so they threw that into the mix as well. But then there was so much hypocrisy with that. Um, one yeah. group of people were saying, you know, it's okay that the protesters are out there together, even though we're in the middle of this pandemic yeah. and, and it's okay. And actually some people wanted to even say that that was healthy and right. But then you have the other side, uh, of people saying, no, aren't we supposed to be sheltered in place and not, <laughs> and not mm-hmm. being interacting and, and connecting. So, I mean, it was totally fine when it, when it, when it, when it was the narrative they wanted to mm-hmm. uh, tell us, I am, I am, I, I, we are in a battle with the media. The news organizations yeah. are not our allies at all. The news no. organizations hate us. To them, we are only uh, the only thing that we can do for them is to uh, is to give them our ratings. 
uh, and they will do whatever they can uh, to increase their ratings. And, but they don't, they don't do it because they actually care for us. They don't tell us these news stories because they're really concerned for the people. Uh, they're not. They're, they're only trying to get ratings. And if that means the, that the narrative is that COVID's bad and we've got to make you scared of it, that's what they'll do. If the narrative now is uh, about the riots, and then it's funny, you know, uh, a few months down the line, it was riots on the other side, and those were bad riots. Yeah. Those are bad riots, uh-huh. but the other ones were good riots. It's just the hypocrisy of it all is is maddening. So just we gotta we gotta try mm-hmm. to get out of this place of fear and panic. And the best way to do that is by knowing God and and yeah. His promises for you. And once we can get out of that fear and panic, then we can start to think logically. And even if None of the stuff that we're talking about is is true. There's still something going on. There's some. There is a truth. We are. We have been lied to. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. Why have we been lied to? I, I, it, What's the real purpose behind it? Exactly. Um, and so, even if it's none of the things that have been suggested, which I find that hard to believe, because more and more evidence is suggesting that these things are true. Um, more and more people are sharing this stuff where they can rumble um uh you know last time i had my shout out for uh cg patriot and he presented something to me about vaccine shedding that you know that i'm very concerned about because you know even even us who are not who didn't not get the vaccine might still uh be in jeopardy uh because of those that did Mm-hmm. And and he had some pretty compelling evidence, and it's actually happening in his life. Um, um, speaking of which, he um, his his baby girl was born. He posted a All video, right. and so um, just once again, I'll just you know throw blessings on him and his family. Uh, but there was some drama about the birth um, that showed more of his point about uh, the vaccine and the hypocrisy of it all, and how ridiculous it was, and. And he was going to have to possibly go into some some spiritual battle, some spiritual warfare. So um, he hasn't posted anything since then. So I'm praying all is well with him. But I mean, that's just one one more person. But we've we've seen doctors, several several doctors now coming out, and I and I love that there that there's actually a campaign between some uh, some doctors that they're trying their hardest to uh, correct themselves as. Doc, medical professionals, they don't want to say vaccine. They want to say injection because mm-hmm. they agree it's not a vaccine. So they're trying to get it out of their habit of saying vaccine. Right. You know, so I mean. Yeah, I, I do not want to even respect the thing. I won't. Uh, I, like, I work for a clinic. Uh, I won't call it vaccine. I will call it uh, the COVID shot. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I can't. Stand even that very word is designed to get us to just trust it. Well, it doesn't. It's not a vaccine by definition, but they call it that for that reason. Well, I think in you know in in my in my lifetime there haven't been any vaccines that necessarily you know uh, people desperately need it, but there's been the flu shots. I think the flu mm-hmm. shots, this harmless little thing that you get every year so you don't get sick, but then you still get sick. <laughs> yeah, know, this harmless little thing. I think it's been slowly. I think that has been slowly programming us to the idea 
of of vaccines good so that eventually they could get to a point where they can inject us with who knows what call it a vaccine Mm -hmm. and we'll be like oh it's just like the flu shot it's harmless yeah you know i i I, um i really do uh i was having this conversation with my wife earlier i really do uh, because we've had some family that have gotten the shot and you know she said i'm i'm worried um about those that did and and yeah i, I don't have good answers for her because i do believe that there, there mm-hmm. could there is something to it there yeah. is something devious to it you know so i can't say well i don't think it i think it's all going to work out fine i can't necessarily say that but but it's true i i am i'm very concerned and worried uh about the people i know but not not just the people i know about anybody that got the in, injection because they were deceived and didn't yeah. didn't fully understand, and and you know and ho- and I pray, I pray for their sake that there is nothing horribly devious about it. But it's just not the evidence that I've been presented with. Yeah. So um, I they 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 are in my prayers. And like I said, there's so much more evidence. The fact that this can't truly be called a pandemic because the death rate has not changed. Uh, from the death rate over the last five years. Uh, the fact that the COVID deaths are being lied about, we knew that from the beginning. Mm-hmm. People were just lying about every ev- everything was COVID. Influenza A and B magically disappeared. Magically disappeared. Just, just disappeared off the planet. And when I presented uh, this evidence to other people that uh, these labs were finding that everything that is COVID is actually influenza A and B. Uh, it, we don't have COVID. We just have influenza A and B cases uh, just affecting people like it has every year before this. We have the same number of deaths that are happening as in every year before this. Well, and the chart's identical. You know, yeah. there's more deaths the older uh, you get, but that's just... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's and just... like I said... I, I, I went and found one of those little, those tree uh, diagrams to show, you know, this number of people die, you know, uh, or across the world at this age, it's this many, you know, here, here's your line, here's, here's zero deaths. And at this age, it's this many, at this age, it's this many, and then you hit 65 and it goes off like this and it starts, oh my goodness, the older you get, it goes crazy. And I showed that to people at my clinic and they said, yep, that's, that's COVID right there. And then I showed them, I said, nope, that's from 2010. We're having exactly the same death rate uh, as, as we are, as we've always had. Uh, and again, again, we can go on every piece of evidence, every piece of evidence, that, and there's so many more we're not going into right here because the focus is Jesus. Mm-hmm. The reason we're bringing this up is as the watchmen on the wall, uh, their their purpose is to say, hey, the enemy's coming, prepare for it. Do what needs to be done. The enemy's on their way. The enemy's almost here. Uh, We're not saying COVID is our focus. We're saying that's a symptom of what's coming. Our real focus should be preparing for what's to come, for what Jesus uh, has to come. These birth pains are growing closer. This birth is about to happen. 
We're almost here. We're almost in the end times. I'm convinced of that. I mean, another piece of evidence uh, is just simply this generation shall not pass until you see the Lord's return. What generation? The one that sees Israel come back as a nation. Mm -hmm. So guys, we can't have much longer. Uh, is Israel... We, we can't go another 500 years and that verse be true. Right. Well, and what did they celebrate? 70? Uh, 70 years? Uh, I think there's 71 this year. Yeah, it, well, it depends on, you know, it does depend on when you say Israel, when Israel became a nation, uh, and then like when they got Jerusalem back. There are a few dates that people will go by, so there's some debate there. But yeah. I, I think they, I think they themselves acknowledge that they, they, they just had a birthday um, not uh -huh. too long ago, seventy-one years. So, yeah, I mean, it can't mm -hmm. be, it, it can't be decades, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I don't believe in decades. I, I, I personally think it's going to be much sooner than that, but I, I could be wrong. But any way you look at it, yeah, Israel, that was, it, it, it uh. If you don't believe, or if you want to, uh, if you don't believe in Bible prophecy, uh, explain that one. I mean, that was that's like the biggest, mm -hmm. and that's that's within um, that's within a lot of people's lifetime. Uh, a lot of people still living saw <laughs> the birth of Israel, and before that, before that, no one ever thought that was possible. Yeah, no one ever thought it was possible. It's they the. Uh, the Israelites had merged into all the other, uh, you know, other societies of the world. They didn't. They weren't a unique people anymore. They, you know, they mm -hmm. just they didn't think it was possible. Uh, the early, the early uh, church fathers in their commentaries, uh, even they 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 wrote about it and and they said yes, this will someday happen. But then history happened and it became more and more that it's not possible it's just not possible uh -huh. early church fathers uh in their commentaries said it will happen uh they will become a nation again and then of course all of these things can happen but then somewhere along the way you start to see a transition that it's not possible it can't happen but even verses like every eye shall see him there was a time where people thought that, that was impossible and mm -hmm. now you know, you can post something on the internet that can be seen by billions of people. Like, I mean, it, you know, these were concepts that were foreign to them at the time. We just happen to be living in a generation where we're seeing that these things are possible. Mm -hmm. And Israel is back. And in that, that right there was a huge, um, huge uh, explosion of prophecy. And a lot of people missed it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people missed it. A lot of people are still missing it, but it was it was a huge explosion of prophecy right there, and ever since then it's just been one continuous aftershock. <laughs> yeah, and as we get closer to the end, it it just keeps growing. It just keeps things are just happening faster and faster and faster. And um, mentioned something at uh, dinner today that. Uh, it was just profound to me. It's simple. It's so obvious. Everyone here knows it. Before I'm going to say it, everyone here is, is blatantly aware of this. 
but it was just, uh, it was said to me, or said in, in one of the Bible studies I was listening to the other day, that no matter what you believe about the end times, you have to accept that we are closer today to the return of Jesus than we were yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, we're going to be closer tomorrow. And every day we are that much closer to when he's going to come back. So if you say, I know he's going to return, uh, but I can't know the day or the hour, uh, so I'm not interested. Well, you have to at least acknowledge, at least the bare minimum, acknowledge you're closer to his return right now than anyone in our past has ever been before. Mm-hmm. If you honestly look at the world's situation right now and say, and still say, it can't happen, it's not going to happen, uh, like Peter warned us about, don't be like those people that said, my father talked about it, my grandfather talked about it, life is going on, don't worry about it. He warned us not to be like those people, to be constantly looking for our blessed hope, which is the reconnection with our our loving Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We need we need our hearts to be on fire, desiring that reconnection. Guys, where is that? Where is that? It, thankfully, it's growing. Thankfully, I I will say this. I will say this. My heart has been edified by the growing number of testimonies coming out of three three different areas. And I think I've mentioned this to you before. I'm seeing I'm seeing evil grow exponentially, but I'm also seeing God's grace and goodness grow and and three places that are just making me so happy is in um Israel and and in the orthodox Jewish communities there's revival going on and people are finding Jesus. Uh, uh, it, it's amazing how much it's exploding there. And I thank God for that. In Muslim communities, uh, he is making himself real and there is revival going on in, in traditional Muslim communities. And, and there are so many Muslims who are coming to know uh, Yeshua, uh, uh Ishe, Jesus, and they're and he's making himself real to them, and and there there is a huge revival going on in Muslim communities. That's amazing, and also, I think maybe the most surprising is Hollywood. I'm seeing so many testimonies uh, from Hollywood in the entertainment industry of people who are coming out and just saying. Yes, Jesus is real, and He's changed my heart, and and uh, uh, so many uh, testimonies from actors, actresses, musicians, uh, different people that are just just thrilling me to see their their on their hearts fire and conviction and passion for finding Jesus, not just a. Um, yeah, I was in a bad place and, you know, God helped me and, and that's pretty cool. And, and that's pretty much the end of it. But just, I'm seeing so many testimonies about how real and they're just crying in joy and, and they're just giving up everything for him. And, and 
that is encouraging me. I, I will admit that I love to hear their testimonies. What's funny is, uh, is the revival is coming in places you don't expect. Yeah. And the great, you know, the great uh, falling away is also happening. Yes. There's been quite a few uh, Christian authors, musicians, mm-hmm. uh, different different people who are well known in the Christian communities that have that are falling away. Rejecting God, yeah, turning on Him, and 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 trying to promote all sorts of crazy ideas about, you know, about that. And so, yeah, it's interesting that on one hand you have the great falling away happening, but in unexpected places you're having amazing revival. Yeah, I mean, that's got to speak to something too. <laughs> We're getting, and I was talking about this the other day. We're getting closer and closer and closer. To just an absolute line, there's no middle ground. There's there's no lukewarmness, mm-hmm. or there you know it's just decreasing. It's just decreasing. You're either on absolutely one complete side or the other. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and it's it's encouraging uh, to actually see. It, it's 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 de, it's de, it's depressing and encouraging. Uh, I like to see the testimonies. It's depressing to see those who are rejecting him and falling away. But at the same time, it's encouraging to see it happening at a greater and greater rate because we know as horrible as the things are that have to be there, we're getting closer and closer to the day when we will be reunited with him completely. Absolutely. And that is our blessed hope. Absolutely. And we had a very brief conversation about this uh, like a week ago or whatever, but um, something that we kind of convicted ourselves on that I think it's kind of worth uh, sharing. If someone, especially whether they come from, from a place you didn't imagine or if they're just any person who has come to Christ, we have to, we have to celebrate that. Yeah. We have to, I, I, I convicted myself because I was talking about a few celebrities that I was like, I don't know. Uh, they, uh-huh. Really, that person, you know, I, I don't know. I was judging them before I, just because of I, I knew who they were before. Uh-huh. But if you came to Christ, you're transformed. My, yeah. My, it shouldn't have been a, a, I don't know. It should have been a, yes! Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now, is, guys, we know for a matter of fact, we can tell you this absolutely factually, 100%. We can, we can confirm this. We're not perfect. <laughs> yes. All right? Yes. We, we can confirm 100%. that. You can take our word for it. If you, if you have to, go do the evidence. Go, go seek out the evidence. Uh, uh, probably go, plenty of it. That's right. It's got to be out there. But, but if you want to take our word for it, we can tell you we're not perfect. Everyone who comes to Christ, everyone, everyone on the planet who who gives their life to Jesus Christ is also not perfect. Mm -hmm. They're growing. They're going to screw up. And people, celebrities, people in the spotlight, their their screw-ups are going to be highlighted. They're going to be emphasized by everyone who hates them for for what they've just done. Uh, I'm not saying to let it go. I'm not saying uh, that everything we all do wrong uh, should be accepted, but we need to understand we're all growing. We're all going to screw up. We're all going to continue to screw up as we continue to grow. 
And if they just transformed, they're a baby Christian. Mm -hmm. And so how much, how much better would it have been when I was a baby Christian if uh, I was surrounded by a community of people that went, yes, uh -huh. yes, let's throw a party, let's celebrate. Yeah. I, that would have been amazing, <laughs> you know. So anybody, anybody, and, and, and whether we're celebrating here or not, I know there's a celebration going on in heaven. Scripture talks about yep. it. When, when someone is... Uh, when somebody is transformed, there is a celebration going on. But we should start the celebration right here and, and encourage encourage them. Um, and I think that I think that will do wonders. Yes. Um, as we are in this, you know, as we do have people uh, fading away and, and others coming in, and, and this is a great opportunity for us to 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 celebrate with them, share in that love. And, and also give some of our wisdom and guidance because if they are baby Christians, they may not know what comes next. Yeah, you know exactly. Um, I am so glad you brought that up because yes, uh, I, that yes, we need to just rejoice and, and, and know that our family has grown and, and all of heaven is rejoicing when one person gives gives their life. Uh, we need to. I, I, it depresses me to see reactions. Hey, did you hear such and such uh, is given his life? Mm, doubt that'll stick. I don't know about them. Yeah, I'm sure they gave their life probably because they were in rehab or going to jail. So it conveniently happened. We need knock it off. Knock it off. Celebrate. Lift them up in prayer. Rejoice for them. Uh, let, let's, let's lift up all of our brothers and sisters in Christ instead of tearing them down with all of our, our gossip and our doubt and our, and our, our self-loathing that's really coming, being projected onto them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, so I'm so glad you, you brought that up. <laughs> but so guys, I'm looking at our time and I'm going, Oh, I did it again. I didn't yeah. mean for this to go this long. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so I'm hoping if you're still listening at this point, I'm hoping you're listening because you're going, no, no, go on for another three hours. I, I love this. I, I really do. Uh, but I'm hoping you're not going, um, oh my goodness, I gave up a half hour ago. You guys should have ended a long time ago. But um, hey, blessings be on you. Uh, we'll, we'll just shut up instead of wrap up <laughs> any thoughts because we'll go for another half hour. So as always, uh, uh, no, no, wait, I just said that. Blessings be on you. Yes, Yahweh's blessings be on all of you as you go forward. May I, I just want to pray right now. May the light of truth be in your heart and in your eyes, and may be deception, may deception be revealed at every turn. Hallelujah. Do you want to pray Hallelujah. any blessing before we go? Absolutely. I I will just be simply may God bless you and may God keep you. Because that's like the most important thing. Absolutely. <laughs> you know. So, so, as always, this has been Scott. This has been Brad. This has been Stabler. He's been missing for most of this. <laughs> and as always, this is not about us.